This week on the Little Dum Dum Club, the final of our live episodes from April featuring Stuart Goldsmith, Nick Cody and Nick Kappa. But before we get into the episode, we have to do a little bit of housekeeping. We have done our comedy festival shows and so, of course, the next thing to focus on is the Kosum... No, the... Rich Young is a fucking idiot and his stupid piece of shit YouTube channel Guru One presents the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Oh, that is that just flows off the lips, doesn't it? <laughs> wow. Did I read the copy correctly? You did. You sort of, <laughs> yeah, that's basically it, I think. Yeah. I think it is. Um, yeah, very exciting, guys. So as we just close the door on another um, bunch of live shows, the ones from Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, our next live show is going to be uh, from next door, from Melbourne's sister city, mm. Chiang Beach yep. in Kosamui, one of the uh, one of the largest islands yeah. in Thailand. At the moment, I mean, we're recording this uh, like two days after the drunk cast, so the thought of doing anything at this point <laughs> is making me feel physically sick. Yeah. But I'm looking for – I think in a few days I'll begin looking forward to this trip. Well, I said just before we recorded this, I said to you I'm, I'm back in the mood and I'm and yeah. when I'm in the mood for Thailand, this is what I do. I get I sit up at night and I just, just crawl through uh, YouTube and look for – Thailand videos and stuff like that, stuff of anyone with a GoPro walking down the yeah. street or swimming around. you got to send me some links so I can get hyped All right. up. All right. Maybe I'll make a little dossier for people coming. Maybe oh. make the Chandler, you know, I'd, hype kit. I will definitely put a, a Lonely Planet, a Dumb Cunt oh, Planet yes. out yes. there for the people who are coming <laughs> because I want, you know, I want people to know what the, the good, the good, um, the good restaurants shit. Yeah. In terms of, you know what, this is something that we will have to spend the next month thinking about and looking at mm. is the is the sort of the other stuff that we're going to do there. Like yeah. if, if we want to go and do a tour, we want to go and do yeah. a, you know, ride the elephant sort of stuff, which yeah. is something I'm not super into just because of the cruelty sort of aspect of it and all that sort of stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't like things that are cruel. Well, to, to animals, to people, <laughs> fine, <laughs> but not to animals. I want to go quad biking. I went right. quad biking when I was in Bali a few years ago. Okay. And it, fuck, it's fun. Okay, I'll it's do that. It's very bogan, but it's so fun. Sure. So we should get a group together for that. Yeah. If people want to come and do that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, there's go, the go-kart racing, there's, you know, there's waterfalls. There's even, I did a cooking, a cooking school is the only sort oh, yeah. of thing I've ever done over there. Really? Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. I'd be up for that. Yeah, it's a little bit expensive. But okay. it's it's a nice thing. Like you go there in the morning, you can you, you make your own lunch. Yeah. Um. So you, yeah, for three hours or so. Might just stay in the room, watch some in-house movies. Yeah. What's well, the fucking point yeah. going outside when they've got fucking Fast and Furious on the telly? <laughs> yeah. I bring home some for you in a doggy bag. Chat the kids at the pool. Yeah. Fucking draw the blinds and put on the fucking in-house movies. Sounds Isn't that bogan being obsessed with what's available on the in-house movies? Fuck. Do they it, even have them anymore? In-house movies? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I never, yeah. I, ne- I never, oh man, the in-house TV over there is so, th- there's only been one time where I, I, I enjoyed the in-house TV stuff, which is uh, that I was there when one of the, oh, which time was it? I think Rudd got, th- no, Gillard got thrown over for Rudd or vice oh, yeah. versa and they have an Australia channel over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was in. I was in. Uh, I was over there at the same time. Oh, we right. were over there roughly the same time. That's in different right. Parts of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, to be fair, I reckon you've been there over every major political development yeah. for the last eight years. I was there when Neil Armstrong first walked <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> um, so no, I was, I, and I was in. I was getting some suits done in a in a shop once, and they had a live Adelaide versus Essendon game. Oh, uh, great. AFL, Fantastic. Which I was getting uh, fitted for a suit and watching the footy in Thailand. Fuck yeah. Very, that's a very touristy thing to do, all three of them. S- Thailand, 
Getting a suit done in Thailand yeah. and watching the footy watching in the footy Thailand. Dre, the trifecta. Yeah. Uh, so that is May 31st until June the 4th uh, or 5th. We say 5th because I guess we're sort of leaving the 5th, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. you're not going to fly out on June 4 because June 4 we'll have a thing on yeah. that night. Totally. So it's June 5. Yeah. So that's all happening. Uh, the Ozo Chiwang Samui Hotel. Enter the code podcast on their website to get a sweet discount. Yeah. And it is a, it is a very generous discount. So get onto that. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's where it's the home of the podcast mm-hmm. in terms of that's where we're all staying. We've got plenty of. Plenty of numbers staying there at the moment, so to be in the hub. The GoFundMe page, which you can find at littledumdumclub.com. We are using those funds to fly over guests and to finance a little movie that we're going to make about yeah. you. Yeah, and it's exciting. It's been a great amount of money that you've sent us so far because basically every cent is accounted for at the moment. Yeah. Like, so it's all gone to um, guests flying out, a bit of paid for accommodation. Uh, uh, we've got a guy making a, you know, filming it, making a movie, all this yep. sort of stuff. So all of those sense are, and you'll you know, get extra bonus content and stuff for chipping in. Totally, get stuff you, we'll you chuck in the ten bucks minimum, and um, we are going to be. It's it's going to be. I'm starting to get realistic about it. It's not going to be so much of a holiday as it is just an absolute content <laughs> fest. Isn't yeah, I've been it? trying to say this to you for a very <laughs> long time. No, but. The amount of of us giving back to the people that have chucked in the money, you know, yeah. we're gonna have to get up every day. I reckon we do like a video blog or a yeah. whatever it is. We're gonna we're gonna be filming and recording stuff totally uh, most of the day. So uh, totally, it'll be fun. Um, okay, so also, oh, the t-shirts for that, the merchandise, the singlets, and the Kosamui logo uh, t-shirt. They are yeah, a few people bought them over the course of the festival. Um, yeah, get onto that. Get onto the website and see what they look like visually. They are too. Uh, two Tommy Daslow's originals mm-hmm. yet again. Um, One a bit less original than the other. Well, but sure. well, I guess I've seen an elephant before. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're great looking shirts. The singlets in particular, people have really taken a fancy. Yeah. Too because you know we haven't done a singlet before. So yeah. Especially given that the weather in Melbourne has turned has to shit. Yeah. Yeah. And people are still buying singlets. It's like, all right, we'll chuck that in the cupboard for six months, I guess. So littledumdumclub.com to find them. And they all work towards. Um, um, Raising funds for the Kosamui podcast. Yes, the profits well. from them are going towards that as well. Yep. Uh, also, the Patreon. Thank you to everyone who's continuing to support us on that. Uh, your contributions every month really help us out and make a huge difference, and we really appreciate it. We send you bonus yep. episodes. We send you a magazine. We uh, we build a well with it. Yes. So we drink specifically specifically from that well now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, we were drinking very dirty water before, and mm-hmm. we we all we had cholera. And now we are we're coming good. So thank you very <laughs> thank much you. for doing yes. that. Yes, um, yes. Dum Dum Village has really taken a turn. <laughs> uh, so uh, a big part of it too is we read your name out at the beginning of the yeah, show if yeah. you've chipped in. What a treat! Um, thank you to let's do five this week. Thank okay. You, thank you to uh, Patreon subscriber Chris Tatterson. Tatterson. Yeah. Mm. A little bit like Tattersalls, as yeah. in we've hit the lottery. That's pretty good. By getting little Chrissy boys at dollars. i got to tell you, so we said this is two days after the drunk cast. We just did a Patreon bonus episode before this. I did an episode of my other podcast this morning. Mm. I don't know if I've got this in me. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, but All for right. something that I find to be difficult even at the best of times, <laughs> you just read that name out and I went, oh, fuck, I don't know if I can do this today. <laughs> I really don't know if I've got yeah. the stamina. Well, look, these guys are all um, – I always find it hard to find which, which people I'm going to read out, but I have to say this week I've gone with some recent people. So okay. I, try and, I try and reward the, the older sort of – the people yep. who have been subscribed for quite a while. But you've got to read out five names. It's actually hard to go through and mm. copy and paste all that sort of stuff. So these guys are reasonably recent. If you're an old school person that hasn't um, uh, had your name read out, and there's plenty of you, give us a holler. Yep. 
Give us a bitch. Get on the old complaining phone. Crack the shits. Yeah, That's you, the way to get recognised. Exactly. The, the squeaky cunt gets the grease. So <laughs> get on to it. Give me a big complaint. Thanks, Tatterson. Tatto. He's, um, he's, he's foregone the money he would have. Oh, man. He's got tat, tat in his name. Mm. Has there been anyone else, anyone else apart from friend of the show, Demi Lardner, that's got a dum-dum tattoo? Is anyone else? Yeah, I'd like to know that. Maybe. Mate, yeah, I feel... Well, but then surely we would know about it. There's no exactly. way you'd do that and keep it to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe someone wants to come and get that done in Thailand when they oh. get fucking AIDS while they do it. Oh, AIDS. Oh. Yeah, from a dodgy needle. Oh, okay. One of the um, one of the great exports of Thailand. Yes. Um, thanks, Chris Tatterson. Thanks. Um, thanks, Hiv. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Magic Tatterson. <laughs> <laughs> then we just decide he's got it. Yep. Um, thank you too. Oh, very simple name. Here we go. This is. I don't know whether this is something good to work with or bad with mm-hmm. work with. Let's let's see. Thank you too, Joe Kane. Joe Kane, not cocaine, <laughs> but Joe Kane, not Joe King, not but Joe, Joe King, Kane, but Joe Kane. Nice. Yeah. There's 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 a couple of examples of things that your name is not. But one example of something your name is is Joe Kane. Joe, boy Joe or girl Joe? I would say boy because it's got the e on the, the end. E, can yeah, you be a girl with boy. an e on I the end? I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can. Joe yeah. Kane. That's a very. It's a bit of a Hollywood name, I reckon. Well, I mean, I'm so excited over this uh, financial contribution that I'm Joe Kane, my dick, right now. <laughs> He's done it. He didn't think he had it in him. <laughs> no, that was it. Now He's I'm, got it. Now I'm actually gonna. That was the last little oh. bit of reserve that I had left. I'm gonna have to sit in silence. No, now. I think you've got it. In, you didn't even think you had that in it. And <laughs> and, and that's a that's one from a good day. I yeah, like that thank one. Thank you, Joe Kane, my little dick. <laughs> Oh, very Thanks, good. Joe. Thanks, Joe. Um, thank you to listener and contributor to Patreon, Brenton DeCocco. <laughs> Brenton, you're, that, doesn't that remind you of the time you were Brenton, your little DeCocco? Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like to give your DeCocco a bit of a Brent? It'd be good if... Brenton married Joe and they had a hyphenated last name. So Joe, it could be oh yeah. Joe Kane Joe de Coco. Jerkin de Coco. Jerkin de Coco. Jerkin de Coco. I think he's on the UN, Jerkin de Coco. Thanks. See, this is what I mean. It's, it's too much. It's too much. Oh, I'm, I'm quite delighted in all of this. Oh, thanks, Brenton. Brenton. That's Brenton. Man, those two names, Brenton and DeCocco. Mm. It's just I not, like it. Just they don't they, they clash. I think anyway. It's interesting choice. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Daniel Skirka. Thought it was going to be Sloss for a second. No, Skirka. Skirka. Actually, no. I just saw on Twitter last night. I, you know, we were trying to sell our shirts and stuff. It seems like fucking our our guests just take them these days. And last weekend. Quite a few of our guests just go, oh, yeah, we're going to have that shirt from now on. We're like, okay. I think we've lost more shirts to guests than we have oh, sold really? them to punters. Right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but back to Daniel Skirka. Skirka. S-K-U-R-K-A. Skirka. Skirka. I don't think I've ever seen that name before. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I'm not sure if I do. Um, I don't know what nationality that is. I don't know that that's a very positive sounding name. I don't know. I don't even know what that guy's ancestors did. Maybe hundreds of years ago. Skirkin the Gherkin. Oh, fuck. 
Why is everyone's names obsessed with pulling their dicks this week? I don't know. You compiled them. You tell me. <laughs> Maybe you were trying to give us a few softballs well, subconsciously. Well, I think Sigmund Freud has a little <laughs> bit to say about this. Or as I pronounce <laughs> his name, Sigmund Freuding my dick hole. <laughs> I'd like to suck off Sigmund Freud. <laughs> oh, whoops, sorry, I mean... I mean, uh, fuck my own mum. <laughs> <laughs> Try and f- get something out of that, Freudy. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Daniel. And fifth, gee, we're rattling through these ones. I, yes. I guess as a, show, as a sign that we are a bit tired. Yes. Let's get straight to the straight to the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Thank, this is going to be a quick Patreon yeah. um, read this week. Yeah. This is people everyone's going to people won't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, I bet we get complaints now that this episode is too short. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can go and Joe Kane, your little decoco. This is a great episode, by the way, that we're about to get. Oh to. yeah, this too. Yeah, this too. They all are. Yeah. Um. Thank you to fifth Patreon subscriber for this week. Thank you to Mrs. Comedy. <laughs> Oh, that's like I guess that's the the wife of Mr. Comedy. I Mr. Comedy was last week, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's I appreciate that. That I'm sure some people like you know they're in a couple and they both listen mm. and one of them contributes sort of on behalf of the couple. Yeah, it's nice to see both of them individually chipping in. You know what I'm a little bit more concerned about mm. that Mr. Comedy and Mrs. Comedy are married, but they've each they're each contributing, meaning they don't have a joint account. I don't know. Is, is that bad that a married couple? A, a contributing separately. Yeah. I, I feel a little bit like one of them. You know, they got a bit of an exit plan. Oh, they? really? Well, right. they're not. They don't have the joint account. Do you think Mrs. Not? Comedy might go back to her maiden name of Mrs. Riffing? <laughs> yeah, of, of Miss Riffing. Miss, Miss Riffing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Drama. Ms. Ms. <laughs> the Drama Festival. Yeah. Um. Thanks. Thanks, Mrs. Thanks, Comedy. Thanks, Mrs. Comedy. Thanks for um seeing what your husband did last thanks week. Thanks for everything you've done for us over the last month, yeah. Mrs. Comedy. We really we couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. Well, we we did some parts of it without you. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to get in, but we, we were like, no, yeah. no, we've got this. We've done we've done Please. some of this intro without you. Yeah. <laughs> Can, we we can't we can't freeload off you forever. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh. So. LittleDumDumClub.com for all that Kosamui podcast festival information. The Patreon link is up there. And also to people in other parts of the country, Sydney, Canberra, Brisbane. We are looking at uh, – they're, they're the next steps. Once we, once we get Kosamui um, done and all organised and everything, the, the next uh, – the aim is that we shut the little fucking flapping mouth hineys of a bunch of you who are all saying, why don't you come to Sydney – why don't you come back to Brisbane? Why don't you come to Canberra? Well, we we want to do it all. So yep. they're the next three big goals. We're going to go uh, uh, back to do solo shows in Brisbane mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe a little something, Patreon read yep. something, a little yep. podcast thing. But Sydney, yeah, I mean, we've got to get back. And, and Canberra, we went there last year and it was great. Yeah. And it was a full room, so we feel we like we're We should try to do solos there as well. Yeah, okay. It's kind of hard to do with the amount of time it takes to get there, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to figure it all out. But yeah, guys that are in... You know what, Brisbane, we love the Hayer Bar. We always go to the Hayer Bar, so we feel like we're quite settled there, uh, maybe. Uh, and But in Sydney and Canberra, guys that live there, guys that go to see bands or go and see uh, comedy or stuff like that, or even just know people that work in pubs that, that might suit them. Mm. I mean, we're, we're always going to bring a heap of listeners along. Um, we'd love a bit of info. If you think we should be going to a certain cool pub in Canberra or Sydney, let us know because yeah. um, we don't live there. We don't know it inside out. But um, the, the places we've used before have been quite nice, but maybe they've, we're starting to slightly outgrow those, yeah. those rooms as yep. well. So maybe we Big need time. something slightly bigger. 
or um or or that look less like rape dungeons than both of them were. Sure. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, that should be a priority. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere a little more nicer. Without the do not cross police tape all the way yeah. through. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. So keep an eye on that. Uh, thank you for your support. If you came down to these shows over the last month, it was lovely to meet and see a bunch of you there. Totally. Always a great time of the year. Oh, and we get it. We'll do something in Melbourne again soon. Yeah, we'll give, say it, give it a little bit of a break. We've, yeah. we've got a sort of a, a little half plan, like a, you know what, we, we sort of want to do the equivalent. We'll give it a little while, but we want to do like what we did last year when we had a 300 there. Yeah, a big one in the And that was massive. We yeah. want to do, we'll save up, we'll, we'll let you do your own thing for a few months. Yeah. But then we want to do the biggest show yet. We yeah. want to do yeah. one like the 500 seater that we filled last year. We want to do one of those ones. Yeah, so that was awesome. We've got, we've got an idea. We've got an idea of what can draw you guys out of your little rabbit holes. Yeah. So that'll be coming up soon. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy this episode with Stuart Goldsmith, Nick Cody and Nick Kappa. <laughs> What a lot of love in the room. Welcome to the Little Dum Dum Club, live from the European Beer Cafe. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslo, and sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Ah, my voice finally broke. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to Tommy's 14th birthday party. I'm finally ready to fuck. Who's keen? (laughs) It's been a long wait, but finally. It's been a long wait. How long have you been waiting to fuck your 14? <laughs> yeah. Since you've been one, you've been like, I can't wait till like, I yeah. grow a dick. As soon as, as soon as that doctor pulled me out and gave me a little spank on the fanny, I was like, this feels good. As soon as you came out of a vagina, you're like, I can't wait to go back in. Yeah. It was like, it was less wah wah and more choke me, daddy. That felt great. What's that? Best show? Me? <laughs> it wasn't even just, a show. It was just one riff. And I, I've won the award? Wow. And, but I'm part of the show. Don't I get to be part of that? Or I sort of set it up. <laughs> Look at how I'm holding my phone. <laughs> we, we can't see at home, Tommy. How were you holding the phone for people at home? Up my ass. <laughs> All right. Wow. Truly was choke your daddy. So. <laughs> that didn't even make sense, so you can't take offence at it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, My desperate attempt at a callback. That really was choke your daddy. Thanks very much for coming, guys. If you've enjoyed it, tell some mates. If you haven't liked it, shut the fuck up. Go out and see some more shows at the Comedy Festival. Or maybe go out and choke your daddy. Oh, fuck, it didn't work. All right. (laughs) All right. Um, Thanks for coming, guys. Um, Packed in here. Awesome. Thanks very much. One empty seat in the third row. Why? Oh, yeah. Well... (laughs) Yeah. Why? Does anyone want to take that empty seat that's over there? Does anyone want to grab, jump in there? No. All right, cool. All right, very good. Shut up. So. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder why people don't want to be closer to us. I did, uh, on the way in, I got a few messages from, uh, on the Twitter, on the social medias. People have been, uh, s- someone deeply regretted the, the name that they put on the try booking listing uh, as they walked in and had to say their name instead of just show a ticket. And that person was Cunty McCuntface. <laughs> Thanks I mean, for buying a ticket. I mean, if your last name's McCuntface, don't, don't call your daughter Cunty. <laughs> oh, is that a girl's name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Hey, man, it's 2017. Yeah, right. Women can be just as cunty as men. Wow. Um, also got a tweet that said, uh, check it out, in the third row there's a dum-dum virgin. 
Uh, it's a live podcast. I don't think you needed to use the words dum-dum in there. Um, <laughs> Took them a while, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Until they went, oh, that's right, we haven't had sex. Mm. Oh, I've lost them again. All right. Where's the dum-dum version? Is that yeah. what the empty seat is? Because yeah. that's in the third row. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't last there's very long. A, there's a lot going on in that third row. They heard the theme music and went, nah, I'm out. Hang this on. This sounds like shit. Is the dum-dum version the dude with sunglasses on inside? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is that really you? No. Okay. The... Why have you got sunglasses on inside? Prescription. Should we go down this alley? <laughs> Should we? <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't, but I can't help myself. <laughs> what exactly was the prescription for? For what, sorry? Short-sighted. Does that mean you can only see something close or far away? Only close. So you can't see us at all? Oh, so that, oh, that's right, you fix it with the glasses. Fuck. <laughs> so, wait, you can't see very well, and the prescription was, some sunglasses should clear this right up. This will help. Everyone feels a bit tense now, don't they? You've, you've, have, you been, you, were you, have you been to a couple of these? You were here last week? Yeah, I've, I've seen you in the crowd, and I've contemplated making fun of you every week. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll save it for the last one, I reckon. <laughs> Are you coming back from the drunk cast? Because then we'll really let you know what we think of you. <laughs> Are you really? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. But Well, by the, by the drunk cast, I think we'll need those glasses as well. So <laughs> you, you got me early. You look blind already. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got there. All right. All right. We won over everyone over there. No, everyone is as big of a cunt as us now. So... <laughs> Awesome. Um, so uh, it is the last day of the, the comedy festival and we are part of that. Not this show, but anyway. Um, <laughs> we do do a solo show that some of you... Who's been to the solo shows? Yeah, yeah. Who Numbers ha- are on the up by the sounds of it. Yeah, who hasn't been? <laughs> oh, very happy. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, no, it's been great. Thank you to all the people who cheered the first time. The rest of you, I hope you need glasses soon. So... <laughs> Kind of brutal, but very soft at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I did have a, a, a funny little. There was a funny little thing that happened in your show the other night that I thought was worth recounting. Um, as you started, mm. if you remember this, the way that the room is set up downstairs is like you're on stage, and the staircase is sort of behind you, mm. right? So a, a big bunch of businessmen came mm. down to get a ticket, and I was watching them, and they came down. And you were already mid-show. There was ten minutes in, and they come down. I thought, oh, these guys look like they're in the wrong place. They're all in business suits. Yeah. And they come down, and they were like going like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, this sounds right. They come down, and then they said to the person on the door, cool, so um, this is uh, Ann Edmund's show, isn't it? <laughs> wow. They just oh, they couldn't see you. They just heard you, and they asked if it was Ann Edmund's. From down at the town hall, they heard me shrieking <laughs> from all the way down there. Going on about people in shopping centres and other bullshit. Yeah, congratulations on the Barry nomination, Thank Tommy. you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. I've been asking people why they're in... Because uh, a lot of Dum Dum fans come to our solo shows, not as many as should, but still. Uh, and so you always get randoms, and I'm always that spooked by random people that come in, like, fuck, why? Why, why would you... But it's a, it's, I've seen the start of your show several times. It's a very curious way to begin a gig where your crowd work is literally saying to every person in the room, why are you here? <laughs> People are asking themselves the same question by the end of that little interlude. Yes. Uh, someone the other night said, I, I said, why? And she goes, oh, I didn't want to say. I said, why? Tell me. Well, just as I've done to this young gentleman here. Um, I said, why? <laughs> I demand the answer. She goes, I picked your show because Chandler from Friends. 
<laughs> what a weird way. Like, she's just seen that one word and seen all the other stuff and even the picture and gone, nah, Matthew Perry's bound to be in this one. Mm-hmm. It's just lucky that there was no other shows called Monica in the festival this year. Or I would have lost one ticket. All right, didn't need the last bit. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so how's it been going? How's the, how's the full idiot circus been going this year? It seems like a pretty tame year for you. It has been a little bit tame this year. Getting yeah. soft in your old age. Yeah. It's, um, no, no, nothing too amazing, I don't think. Just like, well... Enough I mean, about consider- the content. What about what's been going on outside of that? Considering my job in the show is literally to get shit hung on me mm. and have people yell at me, been a bit boring. <laughs> For anyone, anyone else's show would have been the weirdest show in the festival, but it's just like everyone's hanging off the ceiling, yelling cunt at me, par for the course for my show. Yeah. Well, this is the eighth year you've done it, so you've probably sort of settled into it by now. <laughs> Hasn't been that long. <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> now uh, I can see why that one guy didn't turn up. I've been, I've been telling this in my show, but I'll retell it here on the podcast. There's a, you know, when you do the festival, you kind of think that it's like the most important thing in the world and that everyone in the city is like super into the comedy festival. Yep. And you realise that that's not really the case. I bumped into my old housemate uh, a couple of weeks ago. I lived with her about two years ago for eight months and she tells me what she's doing and then she goes, oh, and how's all your stuff? And I go, yeah, good. I actually, last night I just started my new show at, um, at you know, the festival. And she goes, oh, yeah, that would have been at the, uh, the food and wine festival. <laughs> Nah, probably the comedy festival. So it's been good trying out 50 minutes of new bolognese recipes every night for the last month. And those of you coming to my solo show tonight are going to hear that joke again in an hour and a half. So (laughs) I want a standing O for it. If you're coming, give me a standing O when I do that bit at the start of the show. All right. Let's um, let's get our first guest on. (laughs) All right, cool. Uh, Folks, you would have seen him on Conan. What of it? Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Nick Cody. Oh, fuck. G'day, lads. How are we? How you going? Fuck, I just had, like, PTSD from the roast just then, like, (laughs) sitting back there. (laughs) Shut up, cunt. (laughs) That's the spirit. You were going to say that regardless if I said the PSD thing. Uh, Welcome back. Welcome back, Nicody, the little dum-dum club. It's been a long time. Must be two weeks or so. (laughs) Yeah. Fun two weeks. I did uh, Will Anderson's podcast. All right, mate. All right. The next night. Yeah, we all know people and do stuff. That's the thing, isn't it? And it was so hard because everyone was being generally nice to each other. What's that like? Hard. I don't know. Yeah. What did they very t- weird. How did they fill the time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With was, like pre-prepared material. Oh. But we, in which angle did Will start complaining about how no one comes to his solo shows? <laughs> 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 Maybe Who, they are like the anti-dum-dum club. Yeah. He's literally the people's choice award winner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, I mean, we've got plenty of people here, but they all just sort of don't like us that much. <laughs> I know that from when Tommy said before, and you'll hear that same joke in my solo show, and somebody went, <laughs> like, yeah, as if we're going to that shit. <laughs> Keep dreaming, slugger. <laughs> well, round of applause here who hasn't been to Will Anderson's solo show. It's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, cop that, cunt. Let's... <laughs> I take Summer it. Summer in your jocks. It's quite obvious he hasn't bought an ad on this week's episode. So. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, so we should talk about this. We uh, we have some DVDs from uh, eccentric Serbian billionaire Milan oh, Krenčević. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and this is a previous life. He used to run a DVD company called Punchline. A lot of a lot of uh, the biggest comedians in Australia and internationally that were putting out DVDs. So uh, he doesn't do that Breen. anymore. And Harley Brown, yes. 
<laughs> Fuck, he will bash you for that. <laughs> and uh, he did. He's got a big warehouse inside his house that still has all the DVDs. So, yeah, so us- even though he's not working for them anymore, he's still giving us DVDs from Punchline to give out on the show. Yeah, yeah. just he to clear them, out that spare room. He swaps them at the bar for shots. So. <laughs> Uh, so he's given us a bunch to give away. Um, so I guess we'll give away some today because we're going to think of a competition, but then we barely booked any guests, let alone doing that. So I don't, I don't, think, right, Milan, com- I don't think Milan actually ran a DVD company. He just saw a bunch of people in JB Hi-Fi. And, nah, that's fucking on me. Grab whatever you want. <laughs> 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 uh, what could the competition be? A uh, person with the worst sight in this crowd? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's give them a visual medium. <laughs> what do you get, the man who has everything except for his vision? Okay. Elaborate. Are we? Are we? S- <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm, I, I, think it, I think it's okay it's because great. he's still looking at us, thinking, "I'm better off than you, cunts." <laughs> this is great. We've gone from roasting each other and our friends to just roasting people in the crowd with yeah. disabilities. Yeah. <laughs> I did wonder how we were going to bring it further downhill from how we. <laughs> We've been handicap going. Handicap or handy cunt? You be the judge. <laughs> oh, no, there's still more in it. All right. Good. <laughs> I thought that might have been it, but no, these guys are keen for more, so... Um, okay, so what, So we've got... We do have some DVDs. One of the, So we were looking through the bag of stuff so, last week that he gave Well, this is a couple of weeks ago when yeah. we got the big bag full of yeah. DVDs. We've got a big bag here, and we look through going, all right... The Milan show bag. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is Melbourne show. Yeah, he's a... DVD about Birdie Beetle. Um, so, very obscure reference. A few people into it. So, so we um, decided we, we wanted to look through to see if there was any friends of the show that would be completely applicable. And we found that what we think now, well, a couple of weeks later, might be a bit of a collector's item. Mm. Um, it is. Fuck, what do I do with it? We... <laughs> well, it was great while it lasted. <laughs> oh, fuck, I expense. I actually took it out of the bag thinking, I'll take it out because I may have lost it. Oh, and no, wait, I, I've got it. I've oh, got you've it. got it. Oh, fuck. All right, good. Oh, someone in the crowd actually... Yeah, all right. It's good. All running so, we thought uh, uh, this may come in useful because, to our good fortune, a couple of weeks ago, a guest that was on our show once died. Charlie Murphy, right? Oh. Eddie Murphy's brother. But this is, this is signed. So now we're thinking, yeah. this has got to be worth something, Yeah. Blind people, fine, but Eddie Murphy's dead brother. Don't yeah, you dare yeah. go near him. The guy from that Rick James sketch, don't you? He's untouchable, don't <laughs> Do you, you know fucking... you how much that bet would have paid first dark-skinned guest from the Dum Dum Club to die? Oh, right. <laughs> Dill, you fuck my multi <laughs> Timbet. <laughs> Tim Waterhouse. <laughs> Less T-A-B, more T-I-M. So we've paid a fitting tribute to him by um, putting it on eBay. Yeah, so on eBay. What, you a, can, what a great price as well. Yeah. I you see. can bid for it right now if you search Charlie, uh, sign Charlie Murphy DVD. It's, the starting bid is $6.90. Yeah. Uh, and DVD, the item, DVDs for two. The item description is uh, sign Charlie Murphy DVD. See you, mate. Oh. Oh, come on. The blind guy likes it. (laughs) He is a barometer now. He liked it. Get into it. (laughs) 
So please, if you want to put a bid in now on your phone, we can keep this updated going throughout the show. Anyone? No bids yet? (laughs) 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 It'd be great to just recoup the listing fee at the very least. (laughs) What is the listing fee on eBay? It's like three bucks or something. Oh, fuck. Come on, guys. I mean, it's not enough that there's 250 of you that have paid 25 bucks for us to talk about a dead guy. <laughs> not just a dead guy, a dead guy's DVD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to be honest, five minutes ago we thought this would go better than this. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. Let's bring up a recent death. <laughs> That'll cheer everyone up on this sunny Sunday Arvo. Yeah, well, they love recent deaths. We were talking about our solo shows before and they loved that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's another thing that we've just put up on eBay. Uh, we tried to do it through oh, try booking and it wouldn't work. We, okay, so we tried to do this last year. We couldn't get it to work through try booking for some reason, but it's up on eBay now. So the drunk cast is, of course, coming up later tonight, 11 p.m. Priority entry for season uh, pass tickets holders. Uh, we've had people hit us up say, is there any way of like, you know, getting in and guaranteeing a way uh, to get in if we don't have a season pass? We've just put on sale one ticket. It is $100, and the seat is here on stage. So you're guaranteed a- entry into the show, but you have to sit here and get shit poured on you for the entire gig by it's, us. It's yeah. called the dumb cunt seat. Yeah, it's, it's... I had to censor... I didn't think eBay would let me have the word cunt in a listing. So it's dumb... Yeah, one word, dumb C. Dumb cunt, but the C... Uh, the U is a... a, a asterisk. Asterisk, yeah. Yep. So oh, if you just search drunk cast as one word on eBay, you'll be able to find that. So, Yeah. Yeah, so if you... Sorry? Sorry what no. the hell? Oh. Ended. Oh, fuck! Why can't we do anything right? Wait. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wait. What? Where did it go? It says it's ended. Is it sold? You can't... But it's eBay. Is it an auction? You can't buy it straight away, No, I put a buy it now price. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we've got a buyer. Have we got a buyer? Yeah. Where's it say? Oh, oh right. Oh fuck yeah. Oh yeah, okay, under the email that says your eBay item has sold. Maybe <laughs> look in that one. Oh fuck. <laughs> it's cereal pest. It's a cereal dum dum pest. Oh good eh? You didn't buy it. It says you did. It says you did. I've got your hundred bucks, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Somebody down there just said ninety seven. Thanks for the maths. <laughs> Sale what? price, $100. Quantity sold, one. Buyer, Sarah. I've got your address too. Should I read that out? Salter Point, Western Australia. That sounds nice. It says your name here. You bought it. No. I've got $100 of yours now. And I've got your email address. Did, what do you mean you didn't buy it? Oh, yeah, fair. How do you accidentally buy a $100 dumb cunt seat? Oh, so the... But why why does it say sold and given all her details if we haven't bought it? Are there any lawyers in the room? Is she she contractually obligated to give us the money now? Oh, so we definitely have the money or not? I don't know. Fuck. It says it's sold. This is the fucking worst mystery of all time. (laughs) What the fuck are we trying to figure out here? This, this, this last five minutes has been like an 80-year-old trying to read the troubleshooting section of eBay. Where's it gone? Where's money? Where's money? I bet, I bet she's really scared of the roasting we're going to give her when we can't even figure out <laughs> if we sold a ticket or not. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. oh, yeah, you didn't, because we've got them. 
All right, we'll work this out later. It seems like we're giving you half your money's worth already, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Chandler's tone. Hey, we're trying, to, we're trying to sell something here this afternoon. Oh, you bought it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that as you're saying, yeah. can you buy it? <laughs> now you bought it, fuck you. <laughs> The customer's always a cunt. Carl yeah. <laughs> Chandler, School of Retail. All right. All right. Should we get our second guest here? Yeah. Out here? Uh, folks, uh, this guy is from the UK. It's his first time on the podcast. You may listen to his show, uh, The Comedian's Comedian Podcast. Very Please similar. Welcome into Little Dunham Club, Stuart Goldsmith. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. Stuart. I've been very much enjoying the ribald banter up until this point. <laughs> My favourite bit was when you asked this audience, is there a lawyer in? <laughs> we, we really should, that, uh, should ask that more often than we do, to be honest. Well, like, we're literally... Going, uh, I don't think we've explained this to you, but we're going to Thailand. We, we're taking a live podcast to Thailand. Yeah. And someone the other day went, you should get a lawyer for that. And we're like, fuck, we actually really need to do that. Because that's a place where the amount of Australians die is a fucking lot. Yeah. Good And Milan's coming. Yeah. And Milan's coming, so it's about to be a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Australians die over there. Prove it. Prove it. (laughs) There really is a lot of dodgy Russians over there. He's close enough, basically, so... (laughs) So now that you've what? made now that you've made fun of the dodgy Russians, do you also need some security? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we do. We actually do need some legal advice. I don't know. I mean, to you, is this the sort of thing you do on your podcast? Oh. Have you ever brought anyone into a different continent? I've, I've never used the word handicunt, so I don't know if I. <laughs> So, so Sounds great that. with a British accent. You should use it more. You sound like the Queen. <laughs> I get that an awful lot. <laughs> uh, no, this isn't. This is not my uh, my podcast is uh, not in, not entirely similar to this. Nick Cody's been on yeah. it recently. We talked about how comedy is or isn't like UFC. Oh right, and what did we come up to come up with? People won't fight back in comedy. Right. No, I just <laughs> fuck that. That really that was a bit dark, wasn't it? Yeah. I actually did. I did fight a listener of this show on the on a train once. Oh, you yeah. did too. I didn't fight him. You I fought. Just, you fought. Yeah, I he tipped a beer f- on me and I grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> and is that? I've not been in Australia long. Is that a sort of traditional greeting exchange? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, we were fist bumps. <laughs> to be fair, we were in Ballarat, so probably yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I've but, heard of Ballarat. <laughs> Nice, and you get the joke. <laughs> um, no, thanks for having us. I know your your one is a, a bit more serious uh, uh, than than us. Well, like, I mean, you've to be honest, you've you've got a big, you've got a big podcast, a successful comedy podcast, and you've been flown in here to the comedy festival and thanks. put up and put on the gala. Yeah, it's really sad to make us think we should get into podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it really pays off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true story. Well, we were chatting the other a couple of weeks ago when I first arrived about uh, like the fact that my podcast has been going about five years and yours has been going five, slightly longer than that, five or six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that makes us... <laughs> Why is that a laugh? Why is that... <laughs> what does that mean? I think what they're laughing at is the fact that you clearly didn't know how long your podcast has yeah. been going. Yeah, yeah, sounds plausible. And, um, but and it's a bit sad to keep track of it, to be fair. <laughs> so. Also, some people down here caught it before. When he came on, you said to Stu, thanks for having us. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Hang on, is this not your podcast? <laughs> this is my podcast. It's an incredibly meta Inception style podcast. Right, right, right. Yeah. But you owe me a lot of money. All of your donations. 
um, so yeah, so I, uh, I do a show where I interview comedians in depth about their writing process. I, I'm sure I'll get around to you guys. Um, and, uh, what was... No, you know, honestly, what, what, what he's was, got the hang of it. He's got the hang of it. What was, <laughs> what was the word you said before, process? I've never heard that one before. <laughs> well, I've had people like... Uh, I've had people like Russell Brand and Stuart Lee and Jimmy Carr and people like that on the show. Um, but really, I suppose, coming, kind of preparing for this one, one of the things that I want to talk about when I investigate kind of people's process, writing, structure, strategy, development, is um, there's this duck sandwich joke. And I'd really... <laughs> I really want to try and get under the skin of that. <laughs> I'll field this one. <laughs> what do you want to know? I've been asked everything about it over the years. I mean, how I came up with it was just like a bolt of lightning hit me yeah. one day in the brain and I went... <laughs> and I had to that, go... That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> One of those ones where you have to Google it over and over because you're like, this is so great, surely it's been written before. (laughs) Bringing round all the great one-liner comics. Jimmy, have you used this before? Yes, Stephen Wright, yeah. It's like, it's such a relatable thing. I mean, so so many of us eat duck sandwiches. All the great one-liner comics have their phone numbers out there in the public domain, so that's the one thing that binds all of you. It's very easy to get a hold of. Yeah. So, um, look, in conclusion, I, um, I can't reveal my secrets because you... You never know when Duck Sandwich 2 is going to come along. <laughs> and I don't want someone to beat me to the punch. <laughs> Duck, Duck Sandwich 2, the pancake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Duck Sandwich 2 come along this year because you're doing it at the end of your show again after doing it for like the last two years. To be fair, it's because people are screaming for it. <laughs> now, I know it is the first ironic encore there's ever been. <laughs> But people are literally demanding it. And most of the time they're demanding it one joke in, you fucking cunt. So. I also love, too, because you're in the basement here at the European Beer Cafe, people walking past can see down. And I like, I like to think of people walking past and just hearing, <laughs> Duck sandwich! <laughs> Duck sandwich! Yeah, that, that in the is, basement. Yeah, but normally it's a restaurant down there, so it's just like some very angry diners. <laughs> Where's my duck sandwich? Yeah, they sit down and then they see the sign on the table saying order up at the counter. They're like, nah, fuck that. Duck sandwich! Yeah. And they look down and they go, well, it can't be a comedy show. No one's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should, we, well, should we talk about, um, I don't know how many people would have seen this, that I, when I heckled your show, is this worth talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this has sort of my, been my favourite night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks, Carl. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Th- thanks for having me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take notes. That's how you actually use it. Right, right, right. right. Um, uh, yeah, I was in, it was like the middle of your show. Yep. And I really needed to go toy toy, so I just, I just, took, I just took the microphone into the dunny with me. The co- a real test of the length of the cords down there. And I, and I honestly, like, you know, for example, the duck sandwich joke, it actually took me a long time to write. And, and you know. <laughs> and, and I think you can tell. So. Um, what were the first drafts of it before you hit on that sweet punchline? <laughs> uh, uh, duck Vullivant. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. Ducks don't eat pastry. Yeah. Does it structurally? It's That's why I chucked it out. Bang! You can see. You can Very see well. into the mind of another genius. It's all there. It's all there. Bang! So it's, yeah, you've done. You've done Russell Brand. I'm very similar to him. So, in a lot of ways, as in he's not married. So. Um, and he thinks he's a genius. <laughs> and he's riddled with disease. <laughs> Slightly frightening to be in a room with. 
and I impersonate... Rooted Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just imagining it now. Yeah. I wasn't thinking of a joke. I was like, that would be cool. <laughs> Have you seen the Disney movie Ratatouille? That moment when the, the, crit, the food critic eats the sandwich and it zooms into his eye and you <laughs> see his childhood. That was like what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom in, yeah. focus out. Yeah. You, you saw a child, Carl Chandler, thinking, four yeah. would mind rooting <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> you zoomed into his childhood, a little boy running around in the 1730s. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, think once, about once I beat these rickets, I'm gonna fuck yeah. Katie Perry. No. Oh, wouldn't mind rooting Mary Curie. Can't wait to can't wait to jack off over that woman who won't be born for another seventy years. Fuck, where were we? Um, we went around. We went you, down, te- you literally were telling us where you get your ideas from. Yeah. I felt like we went down a duck sandwich wormhole, a duck hole. What were we up to before that? Um, um, Oh, me, me heckling your show. Oh, you heckling, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying, I tell you a lot of the time, man, uh, you know, and I try hard with the jokes and whatever, but fuck me. When you went into the toilet with a microphone, <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've seen in, I reckon, four years. And I, I didn't even see it. I could just, <clears throat> literally you put your mic up to a tap and up to a hairdryer and I was like, I was crying. <laughs> Well, the, the great thing for me was I was in there and because I'm through, I'm through a couple of layers of door, I couldn't really hear how it was going in the room. It's very weird to just be in a toilet going, hey, everyone, I'm in the toilet. How's this going? Is this enjoyable? Just no, not, not able to tell if it's killing or genuinely was dying. There, was there anyone else in the toilet when you went in and started announcing what you were doing? <laughs> no, Tommy, I, I, you've spoken into a microphone in an empty room before. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I look down does, the... You know what? It doesn't matter how many people are in the room. They always laugh at the we play to no people jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I looked down in the bowl. I was like, oh, the comedy of Nick Cody's here. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little bit of vegans kind of poking out of there. Pro-vegan. Um, Pro-vegan this year, I was. You are? Yeah. Pro-vegan? Yeah, I was saying nice things about vegans. Why? Thought I'd fucking switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was it was genuinely I'm bizarre. Sorry, to just be I in genuinely there. thought for a minute there you were saying you'd gone professionally vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Animals are paying him to not eat them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a racket. I love a bit of that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in the I'm in the bathroom and I'm just yelling out, going, "Hey everyone, here I am!" and just holding it, you know, holding it up the mic up to whatever I can. And then I and then I like <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the toilet ghosts. <laughs> I, on, honestly. Honestly, you held the mic up. You held the mic up to the to the hand dryer, yeah, yeah. and it killed. It got a bigger laugh. It got a bigger laugh. Microphoned wind got yeah. a bigger laugh than yeah, any yeah. joke that I had. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like I then pushed the door open back into the room, and I'm like going, "It's going to be interesting to see how this is playing back out in the room." And I come out, and everyone's just going crazy. And you're on stage. You're crying. You're tears running down your face. I'm like. So was it good? Did it, <laughs> did it play well in here? Because it felt pretty good in there. At yeah. that moment, before you knew it, it was like Schrodinger's gig. You, like, no, I, you as a comedian were like, I am alive and dead at the same time. I was at a restaurant the other day and they had an item on the menu called a Schrodinger sandwich. I thought, that's very sad in a way, because once I eat the sandwich... Come on, Pommy Mark Marin, help me out. <laughs> What the cunt? <laughs> what the bloomin' heck? 
<laughs> is that your impression of an English person? Yes. <laughs> what the blooming heck? No, we all speak like that. That's exactly right. Yeah. You, you chopsy little tyke. Oh, oh. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, should we get our third guest? Is, down that, here? <laughs> is that is that what the when you went in the toilet and hung a shit? Is that what the shit said to you? <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> sorry, hung, oh. sorry, hung, hung a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who's ever heard that one before? Hung that's, a shit is great. Hung a yeah. shit. Isn't that's is, what they say in Maribor? Hung, hung a, a shit. shit. Is there a lawyer in the room who can <laughs> confirm that? <laughs> Oh, let's get the... Speaking uh, of hanging a shit, let's get the third <laughs> guest out. <laughs> oh, folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Nick Kappa! <laughs> Woo! That's right, guys. It's the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Everyone from comedy is here, from overseas, from interstate, and we've got Nick Kappa. It's good to be on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Kappa and Nick Cody. You yeah. didn't even go that far on your phone before. You got <laughs> Nick C done times two. <laughs> what I love about this is, if as an English person, I don't know if there are any in the room at the moment. Looking from left to right, it's like you're the most Australian man I've ever. No, you're the most Australian. No, you're holy fuck. You're the most Australian man. <laughs> How dare you say that about our country? <laughs> I, I think uh, with this shit moustache, hair and cap, I've turned into Tommy. <laughs> to, to, to give you a reference, blind guy, we both look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Me by choice. <laughs> yeah, do you remember fuck stuff? That. <laughs> What? Do you remember fucked? Can you make stuff? can you make Braille fucked? Like, is that... Yeah, just put your fingers in dog shit. <laughs> Freshly hung dog shit. <laughs> That's more hanging shit on us than him. So just so we're cool, unlike all the other ones. So, fuck. Oh. All right, Kappa. Now that you're out here. I think we should. Um, we wanted everyone out here to, to listen to this story because it's something something quite magnificent happened to us this week. In yeah. my opinion, I think we tell the story differently, both of us. Yeah. Well, so we went to get some stuff for the drunk cast that's happening tonight. We went to get some yeah some costumes. some costumes. We like that. to dress up because mm-hmm. um, the, the the drunk cast is unrecorded. Yeah. Uh, so we fuckhead rocker Stedford. I yeah. think it's turned into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking idiot circus. So, um, so we get to be a bit more visual. So we we're all going to dress up, you know, like eight-year-olds. Um, so we went to do that. So you're going to dress up like eight-year-olds? <laughs> well, I think one of us already has, but <laughs> eight-year-old, eighty-eight-year-old. <laughs> so, uh, so me and Tommy went on a little excursion, and we mm. went to the best costume shop we could to in Airport West. <laughs> Because it was the cheapest. Because we know when, a you, go- when you think of the airport, you think of costumes. Because mm. we know a guy who works there who was able to give us a ten dollar discount. <laughs> so why not spend twenty five dollars in petrol getting out there to get that sweet, <laughs> that sweet contra? <laughs> so uh, uh, you want to take over the story, don't you? Like, yeah. So I had to stop off and get petrol, and uh, I'm in. Uh, Carl stays in the car. I'm in at the counter. I'm paying for the petrol, and the woman, I just go, oh, pump number five, and she's looking at me, but she's kind of just looking right past me, like with this kind of really weird look on her face, 
And then I just see on the till, she's, she's, the, the amount is on there. So I go, oh, okay, here's the money. And she takes it and she's sort of still just looking past me as she takes the money and she looks really concerned. And I'm like, I just sense something behind me. I turn around. There is a man who would have been like in his 70s with like, you know, grey hair, an earring in each ear, no shirt on, wearing a black bra. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Points for being first, yeah. sure. So, I, so yeah, I, I freak out. Because I don't know if you've ever been in like a moment where it's just, it, you, all of a sudden you go, everything about this is wrong. Yeah, like yeah. something, like this feels very threatening. Like he, so I, my, I make eye contact with him and then I just kind of turn back to her and I'm like, something fucked is going to happen here. Like he reaches into his pocket and I'm like, fuck, here we go. And it's just like, it's just his wallet. But the woman is now taking ages to get me my change back. And I'm just like, I just want to get out of there as quickly as possible. And leave her with the guy. Well, that, <laughs> so that's it. I clear the door. What a hero. <laughs> like, hey, they the... can compare lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I get to the door and then I'm like, yeah, I'm just concerned with getting myself out there. I'm like, well, fuck, I can't, yeah, I can't leave her with it. Like, I don't, it just has the mark of like something dodgy that's going to happen. And I'm, I'm genuinely like scared of this guy and then freaked out. And then I remember something even worse to be scared of is that Carl Chandler is sitting in my car having watched this whole scenario pan out I look in through the window he's just there with his phone up in front of his face just giggling to himself like a fucking idiot it was like someone had brought a microphone into the toilet it was it was so great I'm so hurriedly trying to like magnify the vision so I can like get film it. I couldn't quite tape it. Fuck, I was laughing so hard. It was so great because from my vision, I'm like out in the car, I see Dassler going, and then I see this guy walking in the bra go, This is on. This is this is gonna be great. And I see him walk up and he stands right behind you. And then I see you turn around. Dassler turns around, but it's like this. So you're the guy in the bra, right? And I'm you, and it's like this. He does this. He stares ahead, and then he can feel his dumb cunt sense tingling. <laughs> and, and, it's, and he goes around, instead of like the double take, sort of like, like this, he does this. <laughs> <laughs> and just stares at him for up to five seconds very easily. Very I, easily. Because I turned around and the guy locked eyes with me, and I sort of was expecting, <laughs> well, he's made deliberate eye contact. He's about to say... You might be wondering how I ended up <laughs> in this service station in a bra, but, he, but instead he just, he just said nothing and he just looked at me with this expression of like, as if it's <laughs> not obvious. Excuse me, my eyes are up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man, we, we then, so then we, we get in the car and we drive off. But, but I'm so, but you know what I've realised now is I'm genuinely worried about Thailand because if you were that scared of a man in a bra, <laughs> you're going to have some fucking issues in Thailand. Yeah, you wait until you meet Carl's Thai bride. <laughs> I don't know, do you ever see those people where you just, you, you then have to leave at some point, you're like, I want to know everything. I wish yeah. I could just push a button and see the whole story of how it got to once, this point. Once I saw in Newtown in Sydney a, a guy, an old guy driving a ute and he had... Um, not the, you know the other flag, not the Australian flag, the one with the stars on it, and I think it's like the redneck kind of flag. There's more than two flags, by the way. So. <laughs> the one with the stars on it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Southern Cross flag. No, yeah, Eureka, Eureka that's right. it. He had the Eureka flag all over his car, and then his dog was just wearing swimming goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking straight. 
like I would have rather if if you see a man walking down the street with a gun, you're like, oh, that's scary. But I know what he's going to do. But <laughs> when it's yes. a dog, dog with goggles on, you're like, how did that happen? It's yes. Really, it's really scary. That's that's what it was with this guy. Like, he's just standing there and it just had the vibe of, like, he's going to attack me or he's going to... Something's... something's yeah. yeah. But something's also, also, this guy was fucking dreaming. In no way did he fill out that bra. <laughs> <laughs> we workshop that one in the car as we left, everyone. <laughs> But that was it. That was it. We were as we were driving off. I'm shaking. Like I'm still. Yeah. It takes me a while to cool down. I'm like genuinely freaked out. I'm shaking. You're pissing yourself. Yeah. You're like you can't believe how lucky you've been. But I love it. I love it that you got that scared. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't have done the same thing. But I Sounds love. Sounds like you are. But anyway, I'm having both sides. So <laughs> I just love the idea that you've seen a guy in a bra and gone fuck. I'm done for. It's like yeah, the perfect disguise to rob a shop or kill someone. <laughs> I'll just wear no shirt and a bra. No one will ever remember the description. <laughs> There's a police lineup and there's just five guys in a bra and nothing Flabby else. Flabby old man tits that you've got to identify. <laughs> but so this is only like a block or two from your house. Yeah. So you're a massive chance of finding bra man again. Yeah. I've been going down there every day. <laughs> I've taken some extra shifts there. <laughs> I'm hoping he comes for me. <laughs> Cap, this sounds like... Because, Cap, you've told us so many dumb stories off, off air. Uh, this must be, like, one of the more boring stories out of your catalogue. You were telling us some, some fucked-up stories the other day in, within my show. Yeah, I... Uh, Did you do this from many. within the there's gig or many. in the dunny? I, I've, I've got, I got one that I thought of that I remember I came down... It's a comedy festival-related one, so it's current. Uh, for another if you had told this, hours. yeah, yeah, for another, co- yeah. If you I, had told this story two weeks from now, good luck, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I, I'd probably done comedy for about six months, and this other comic said I was in Sydney, and he said, "Oh, man, you can do the. We we should do the Melbourne Comedy Festival." It's like. Pfft. Only famous people do the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> he goes, no, you just pay $500 at the Rego site, find a pub, and you're in the festival. And I was like, sweet. Like, this is the golden gate to heaven, right? <laughs> uh, I'm done now. I'm sweet. I'm set. I, I got this, we got this venue in the middle of nowhere, like on King Street. Uh, it was That's like the CBD. <laughs> 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 Slash the Sahara Desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in some dumb lane or something, so it's not... <laughs> You know, it's not Melbourne. Uh, And so I... uh, It it is Melbourne. It's exactly Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the comedy part. It's a a stripper part, right? I I found that out I love that you walk down an alley and think, I'm not in the city anymore. (laughs) Well, there's cobblestone. I'm in Hogwarts all of a sudden. (laughs) Yeah, you should run headfirst into a train platform. (laughs) God. All right, well... So anyway, the dog with goggles. Um, No, it was just this cafe that was joined on to... uh, Oh, I was in a cafe once. There was an item on the menu called a duck sandwich. (laughs) I'm just sorry, Nick. I don't really know you well enough to kick the shit out of you that everyone else is trying to at the moment. I know. They wanted to know the fuck story. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm the fuck story. Uh, (laughs) Poor Capper, it's taken him ten minutes to describe walking down half of an alleyway. <laughs> do you know, by the way, this is, this is how I do my show every night, by the way. Yeah. And his show was in a real weird place, a cafe in Melbourne. <laughs> what? <laughs> Feel free to spice it up, guys. <laughs> it was the worst, 
worst venue ever. The guy had had a, had a cafe and he just put a curtain through the middle of it, and he he put a mic there and he goes, "That's it." So even if you didn't buy tickets, you could still hear it, which would have ruined the meal, uh, unless you're eating a duck sandwich. Uh, this guy gets it. Are we just playing duck sandwich bingo now? <laughs> and uh, Fleety was doing a show. I don't remember you guys called. It was called Big Love. Yeah. And and it was a show. It's the same show every year yeah. with a different title. So sure. Yeah. yeah. It was something about heroin. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, no. It was, it was it was a variety show, and he just put, you know, and he'd seen me in Sydney. He goes, "Hey, mate, do you want to come on my variety show?" And there was like two or three hundred people there, and. Like, it was You're missing out the crucial bit of the sentence. Hey, man, do you want to come and play my variety show for no money? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was happy to do that. I've been doing comedy for six months. You know, and he right. asked to borrow some, which I was more than happy. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and he said, yeah, you want to come on? And it was a pretty, pretty horrible night. And Fleety was that high that he took the mic backstage with him. And was just talking and having a cigarette and drinking <laughs> while some poor other musical act was on. <laughs> so it was just like a fleety remix of a, <laughs> of a comedy song. I think it was Anyone for Tennis or something like that. They, they were on and then you could just hear Fleety in between the beats going, yeah, fucking, yeah, can't wait for it to be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> so he's eating and drinking whilst holding a microphone. Yeah, so he, was, you know, he was just drinking and smoking, you know. And, um, and anyway, then... He runs up to me and I was so nervous. It was the biggest gig I'd ever done. And he goes, mate, you're on last. Right? We've booked way too many acts. So I went on there and I reckon I had the best gig of my life. Like, it was so good. Everyone, and I had these shit flyers that I'd cut at Office Works. They were black and white. I remember I tried to hand them to punters and one punter actually said to me, I would not wipe my ass with these. <laughs> well, to be fair, who does want to wipe their ass with a bit of photocopy no, paper? Yeah. <laughs> they were the worst flyers ever. Anyway, all my mates were there and they said, Quick, ca- like, Kappa, give us your flyers and we'll fly everyone who goes out. Like, that was the best gig ever, you know? And they flied. Anyway, then uh, we had one last night of the comedy festival. I ran to the cafe and I told the other guys doing the, doing the show with us, I said, Mate, get ready for a fucking barrage of people, right? Last night I did this gig. I killed it in front of like 300 people. It's going to be crazy. Get ready, right? So we put all the seats out, everything. Put the curtain up. Uh, Can't wait to hear about all these people turning up to the gig. <laughs> this just seems like excessive bragging at this point. Like, we're such a successful end of the story, Drew, any minute. Well. <laughs> May as well just end the episode here. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Here's the twist. Uh, <laughs> So it gets to like 8.25, <laughs> then it gets to 8.29. Oh, Still no oh, Sweet eight, storytelling, by the way. Great. I like I can I can feel the passage of time moving on. That's like a scene, that's like a montage from a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> 8.25, 8.29. <laughs> the blind guy's having a field day. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, this is very well descriptive. Uh, descriptive. Descriptive. <laughs> This is very well descriptive. It's not his brain. All he can do is hear. At least get the words right. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> so I got to 8, 8.31 and then one girl rocks up. Please keep doing the One time. girl rocks up. <laughs> well, you just have to... 
remember in the old days when you'd have to ring up to find out the time? Now you can just listen to Kappa tell a story. Are you reading this story off the back of your hand, by the way? No, no. Uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, it's 8.31. A woman comes yeah, in. I, I, it's 8.32. 8.32. This is like, this is like um, that, that show 24. It's all in real time. Um, I've lost my place. Can you do... Yeah, can you, yeah, go back to 8.27. Anyway, you lost. Can you do previously on this You've got to ruin it. It's already hit too many peaks. The peak's ruined. <laughs> now the twist is fucked. All right. Scene. Interior. Yeah, nice. He's very confident. He's very confident in remembering, remembering exact times for a yeah. cut without a watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Flutie stole your watch in the other story. <laughs> Go on with the end of the story. The story's oh, yeah, funny okay. as what we said. Anyway, I uh, <laughs> this lady rocks up, right, and she's got kind of she's kind of hunched over, and then she's kind of got like a, a like a lazy eye, and she's just kind of twitching. Like this. For the yeah. listeners at home, Capper is doing a wonderful act out of this yeah. fucked sounding woman. Sorry, mate. And uh... <laughs> you've just got to descript it I... better for him. <laughs> I thought I descripted it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I said to her, are you here for the comedy show? And then this is honestly what she said. She said... Drum roll, drum roll. So, now, there's too much pressure already. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. She said, absolute me. Yeah. <laughs> He got away with it! He did it! <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, feel like, I feel like we didn't need any of the other bits of the story for that punchline, to be fair. He, he broke comedy and then he put it back together again. <laughs> Hannah Gadsby, give that Barry back. <laughs> do you, uh, you want to come on my podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 think I, I think I can answer for him. Absolute me. <laughs> I would, but not even I know what I do. Uh, to explain it to you would be very difficult. Uh, yeah, and then I said to her, she said, Is this Oh, there's more! We're going to take a brief intermission and then we'll be back with the second part of this. He tied the story up in a bow and he thought, I can top this. Yeah. All right, well, come on, come on, Godfather right, 3. <laughs> it is a bit of a Godfather 3. It's been really built up now. So she said, absolutely. What kind of time was it now? Yeah. <laughs> 8.31 and 30 seconds. <laughs> So she didn't drag out absolutely <laughs> as long as you've dragged out this story then. Right. <laughs> if I told this show, that it would have taken the whole festival, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the whole hour. It's like Inception, like one minute of the story takes ten hours. And <laughs> <laughs> we're too deep. <laughs> and I wish he was really dead, so yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Never seen the film, have you, Carl? <laughs> Isn't that what happened? Is that no. what happens? 
Carl's confused. Inception for the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't someone dead in Inception? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's left. It's there's a vague ending to it. Exactly. Well, I figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He dead. Why, <laughs> <laughs> Leo? <laughs> oh man, as if there wasn't any more shit movie podcasts. <laughs> you guys entered that realm, but I said, "Fuck <laughs> the balls, <laughs> <laughs> the balls." Oh. All right, you, well, you've got your big laugh from the uh, the racist pronunciation. I can see why you think you're the king of comedy. Absolutely, <laughs> me. All right, and then she said, uh, I, "Another drum roll, said, everyone, it, please." No, 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 this is he said. He said oh, sorry. She said, said, is the show still on? And I said, yes. And then she said... Choke me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good show. <laughs> uh, she said, sexcellent. No. Oh! Great. How does he Not keep bad. doing this? <laughs> Should we... Should we ask what happened next? <laughs> it was a horrible show. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect dismount. Oh, this episode oh. will be studied in years to come. <laughs> can you get this episode on your podcast? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Just to figure out can what you, happened? Can you and Stuart Lee sit down and decipher this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a wet dream. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> You had, you had another story that you told me the other day. This is, I love that you've got... Oh. <laughs> Come on, Carl. Your solo show starts in half an hour. Yes. I don't know if we have that long. That's fair. The one about the sex shop. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I, I actually was hoping for you to go, which one? <laughs> this will uh, be sexcellent. Okay. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I'm descriptive enough. Uh, I... Well, you know when you're 18 and you think it's really cool when you're drunk to go into sex shops. And you're just like, yeah, look how cool I am. Uh, and then later on when you're 30... <laughs> Is that how you do it? Yeah. yeah. Is that an exact quote? Yeah. Radical. Look at all these dildos, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. High yeah. five, It lads. was like that. Look, he's a rubber <laughs> vagina. I'm the Fonz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went to this sex shop in Sydney and the stairs... Like, it's one of those ones you had to walk up heaps of stairs up to, to the front door. And I walked up the stairs, went there. What time was it? Uh, <laughs> I love how you really know your audience, because you've said to these podcast fans, you know the type of sex shop that's like this. Yeah, yeah. They're all like, yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, the stairs and, one. Yeah. And I grabbed, I grabbed a large dildo. Like, it was a very long dildo. I don't know who would use this productively. Uh, it was quite long. Um, Productively. Hands uh, up, who would? <laughs> <laughs> and I grabbed it like a lasso and <laughs> swung it around my head. Uh, and everyone thought this was really funny, um, except the man who owned the shop. Um, <clears throat> he was an old Chinese man. Here we he go. Said, <laughs> oh. Here comes another absolutery. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Are the lawyers still in? Uh, um, and he said, "Don't do that. It's, that's not good." Right? And I started. I was swinging around my head, and he goes, "No, please don't do that. I'll just have to kick you out of the shop." I'm like, "Yeah, what are you going to do, mate?" And then he pulls out this thing that looks like a fire extinguisher, and he starts pumping it. And me and my mates are like, ooh, the big fire extinguisher. Ooh. <laughs> I'm still swinging around my head. 
And then he walks up and he's like, yeah? And he just pumps this thing and sprayed it into our faces and it was pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> in a sex shop <laughs> who's into that I don't know I don't know where he got this th- thing from probably some from some war torn country but it definitely did the job uh, oh, so what it was like ev- the size of a fire it looked yeah, like yeah, a fire like extinguisher everything in his shop is too big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the rubber fist <laughs> uh, so like none of us could see so like we're trying to get the, to the door and then I rolled down every single one of the steps. Like, yeah. roll down, roll down. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you're in the sort of sex shop that had stairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 8.31 right. when you were Which at the I top, 8.32 earlier. by the time you're at the bottom. <laughs> it was also in Sydney, may I mention. Uh, but then we oh, went... another layer to the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we went to this park and we all cried for about <laughs> three hours. Also, we did a major mistake that you don't put water in your eyes when you've got pepper spray because it just stays in there so i got photos my face was swollen up like both your top and the bottom of your eyes swollen up and after about three hours we're like uh, there was only one thing i could think about and that was revenge <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so my f- yeah some guy just said the lawyer thing all right uh, and i thought yeah we'll go in there and we're going to ruin this guy's shop. Right? Yeah, because how unjust of the, him to, yeah. <laughs> to take umbrage at you fucking around with his uh, merchandise after he specifically and politely asked you not to. <laughs> we're kind of like a fucked Avengers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, you were, you were Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> to be descriptive, yes. Uh, <laughs> and so we thought, okay... They said, Kappa, what we'll do is we'll run in, we'll pull all the stuff, we'll just pull heaps of stuff off the shelves, and then you, you run in last, and you grab the fire extinguisher, and you spray it in his face. And I was like... You're still yeah, calling yes. it a fire extinguisher, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pepper spray bazooka. Right? <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so they all ran in, I waited, like, one minute was eight, eight probably, uh, <laughs> probably like oh, no. two thirteen a.m. and then I opened the door and the guy was standing right there <laughs> waiting for me and he shot me directly in the face <laughs> and then I rolled backwards down all the stairs <laughs> again. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love when I ask if you've got any Kappa stories And there's so many times where you can't even remember those stories How many fuck things have happened to you? <laughs> Tell Enough. six more Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really hoping this one hasn't finished yet yeah, yeah, yeah. On my limited knowledge and experience of Kappa He's about to go, and then <laughs> yeah. Now do Kappa, that's when the movie starts <laughs> <laughs> the title yeah. comes up. Now do Kappa goes bananas <laughs> 
I liked it that you guys are just fucked. I just got a fucked history. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't even made any money out of it. <laughs> anyway, that was, that, that was too real. That was too real. Uh, <laughs> the greatest punchline of the wall. Uh, all right, guys, I reckon we've got to wrap that up here for a little dum-dum club. Should we have any updates on uh, any of the, uh, the auctions that we've got going on? Uh, surprise, surprise, last time I checked, the Charlie Murphy DVD still has zero bids. Oh. Rest, oh. rest in peace. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what a fitting tribute. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you did it? <laughs> uh, we, oh, hang on. Has there been any updates on whether the dumb cunt seat has been sold or not? Okay, so this person has said, sorry, complete accident, sell it to another punter. I can't, you've bought it. You can relist it. This guy gets it. <laughs> oh. Thank God, law? a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll relist it. I'll relist it now. Somehow you'll get even more fucked. Yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping she's got the comic sensibility to wait for it to be relisted and then buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I've given away your big punchline there. But... All right, I'll get on my lappy after this and, uh, and relist it. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to come do that for the drunk cast, yep. have a crack. Yep. Um, guys, let's wrap it up for this episode. A little dumb up club. Big round of applause. Nick Kappa. <laughs> Stuart Goldsmith. Nick Cody. Thanks very much for listening at home and we'll see you next time. See See you, mate.